0: mm <laughs>
1: the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, we're back. boy. We zipped through that first hour. Thanks to Craig LaHoulier for joining us. Uh, such a wonderful guy. Developed uh, the Cherokee Purple and lots of other uh, varieties, uh, heirloom varieties. <coughs> Brought them back. And uh, we're so uh, thankful to have him on. And uh, we'll have uh, Gerald on later in the month and and also... Uh, we'll get, get in touch with Craig and, and set him up maybe, uh, late July, early August, some, sometime. uh, we'll, uh, talk to him again, uh, such a knowledgeable guy, uh, about a lot of different things, but vegetable. Well, yeah. What
2: would, what would the world be like without a Cherokee purple?
1: yeah <laughs> i know it, it's, com- it, it's so many are compared to the cherry. so many tomatoes now are yeah i mean to it's that.
3: it's it's uh, german german johnson is still my fave but uh cherokee purple is a very close first mm-hmm. to it um right. black cream cherokee cherokee purple's delicious
1: i can't wait to find out how the the Rufus variety of tomato well when it when tastes. one is ready i'm gonna bring it in for a sampling are you, bra- you going to bring in any miracle whip or uh, no we we
2: won't mention that if I bring anything in it'll, it'll be it'll be, it'll be it, it, it it won't oh lord it won't be a miracle whip I don't be whipped out of here
1: <laughs> no no that's okay you have your, your well that's references. what my mother did when I grew I know, up oh I know it's it's a little sweet for me I yeah. like a little tangier stuff like duke's yeah well
2: duke is is the the one
1: I saw your family now, my Richmond. my
2: friend big John Ruth
1: It's a Hellman's man. Now, John, (laughs) I don't know that John wants that that attached to it.
2: No, he he didn't blink when we talked about it the other day. And by the way, if I may, on July the 15th, this next Saturday, Big John, Ruth, and I will be at the Bob Timberlake Gallery in Lexington, North Carolina. There's going to be a Spirit of America art exhibit. Uh, Bob Timberlake will be there. I'm going to be there signing the book, Rufus, that's Rufus. Mm-hmm. And what I'd like to do is, for all of our listeners in, in the Lexington area, High Point, all around there, come on by that day, July the 15th, from 10 o'clock to 5 p.m. in the Bob Timberlake Gallery. Uh, there's going to be lots of things there. And he tells me, Bob said, that there'll be 20% off of everything in the entire gallery.
1: Wow. So, what a talented man Oh, what, a, what a wonderful so friend he's been ways. all these
2: years. And I, and I want to see some of our friends, and Big John wants to see his friends.
1: Well, when you uh, when you call, are you going to call us?
2: I'm going to call on the way up there. Uh, I'll, I'll be talking by way of phone on the way to Lexington this coming now Saturday. Now, what
1: time does it start?
2: It starts from 10 o'clock to 5 p.m.
1: All right. Now, if now I want you to – you probably won't have time, but if you, I want you to try and uh, – maybe get uh, Bob Timberlake on with you. That would be good. Yeah, just, just yes. have him say hello, and he can uh, it's tell It's He's
2: probably one of the most famous artists in America.
1: That's right. And he can certainly uh, tell us that he listens to The Weekend Gardener every week. Yeah. See, that's what I had in mind. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, whether he's lying or not. He, he, <laughs> he, if you get him to say that, we'll, we'll certainly uh, tape it. But, well, that will be part of my... My aim. All right. Well, if you have time, don't go to any trouble.
2: Oh, I, I love going to trouble for Bob Timberlake.
1: And you got you and got, Mike Rayley. You got your bouncer. You got your driver, Big John. Yeah, yeah. He can take care of everything.
2: Oh yeah. He he has quite an audience. At his radio station.
1: Absolutely.
2: On Sunday afternoon, I I don't know the call numbers of the station in Sanford.
1: Do you, Mike? I should. I should.
3: Uh, I should too. I've I looked it up. I've listened. I need to call. I need to call in. That's what I want to do.
1: <laughs> right.
2: The, yeah. The he's in three Beach Music Hall of Fames, and I saw all three. I of didn't them know there were three of them. This weekend, or last weekend, when we, when we went down, and I spoke to the uh, North Carolina Petroleum Association in Myrtle Beach, and uh, there, there they were on the wall. On the, did you get
1: a free fill up?
2: Oh, well, they they said, anytime you come by it, say, fill her up, it's Rufus.
1: <laughs> you don't want the crude, though. I don't want I don't, any crude oil. And I
2: don't want any kerosene in my car, either.
1: Yeah. Uh, but at any rate.
2: But believe it or not, one time I had an old rattletrap diesel Mercedes that uh, for about six months. And I ran out of fuel. It was It was a diesel. And believe you me, I uh, stopped, ran out and went to this farmer down the road and burned kerosene enough to my get s- it.
3: Black smoke <laughs> coming out. Yeah. To get it
2: to the, the next service station. How about
1: that? I, black, ha- I had
3: black. I had a guy that got confused, and he put kerosene in my diesel dump truck, and oh, no. I blew black smoke for, I don't know, five, five days. It was oh, terrible.
1: You you didn't have much pickup, did you? What well, it's usually a lot of torque with a diesel, but
3: yeah, it was it was fun. But better. it <laughs> well, sounded like male blank be- better during that a, than gas. Doing a male
1: blank doing an imitation of Jack Benny's
3: car is probably what
1: it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think
3: I think is uh, WFJA one hundred five point five or yeah. WWGP 1050 yeah. AM or ninety five one. John's yeah. all over the place. He is.
1: He's probably got a hundred stations.
2: Well, you can hear him at a hundred.
1: Yeah. You know, he's, you know, John, John has a presence about him. So, you know, he's there and you can hear him.
2: Well, he, he's like you. He's, <laughs> he's a professional denouncer.
1: I, I have been known to denounce <laughs> in my time. I'll tell you that. Barbara, uh, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey. Oh
4: well, uh, uh, I am new to Raleigh and a first-time caller.
1: Well, let me give you a round yeah. of applause, there, Barbara. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for calling. What you've missed thirty-eight years of programming.
4: I did. I did.
1: Yeah, you've well, missed thirty-eight uh, years of shows, almost two thousand shows. Uh, so you I'm get'
4: such a mediocre gardener.
1: So you can uh, you can listen on uh, to the podcast. It's uh, it's actually the three hours of the show uh, Apple podcasts or Google podcasts, uh, all of that. Uh, it, so you can catch up on some of them. Okay. All right. Okay. How can we help you today?
4: Well, I have a shady backyard and, um, I have three big Crape myrtle trees among others. And one of them is seriously wearing out its welcome. <laughs> uh, and I'm not a person who easily takes down trees. I think a lot about it. You know, I love trees, but this thing is, is, uh, it just completely trashes out my deck. It hangs over it, yeah. And it—it's uh, not just that it drops blossoms. That's okay, but it drops all this sticky stuff, and the blossoms stick to the sticky stuff.
1: Yeah, those and, are aphids. What the, now? Aphids—they're little little bugs. And oh,
4: I know what aphids is. Yeah, but the, the and there this, is- it,
1: yeah. That so that that is uh, something that's associated with aphids is the the honeydew. Or what uh, whatever saying, its called.
4: What I'm asking is is this is this gunk coming from the tree, or is it coming from aphids?
3: Well, it, it's it's a twofold question. So the aphids are basically sucking the uh, the sugars out of the tree, and they secrete a what Mike said, honeydew, and so you're you're getting that that drop that drippage um, on on your deck. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. And if you,
1: you if door you door. have uh, if you park your car under it, uh, you're going to have it all over your car. Yeah, too. And,
3: it, and it's uh, it's a bit late for aphids, but when you have uh, something with you know terribly poor circulation and not a, a tree of that nature in good full sun, then um, it, it can just um, you know be a perpetual problem.
2: Barbara, you might want to consider cutting the limb back or limbs that come over your porch if it won't unduly make the tree look so bad and get rid of that problem of having that mess on your deck.
4: Yeah, that's a good idea, and I have thought about that, but I don't think it'll help. It's just too close to the porch. There's yeah. too many limbs over the porch.
1: Well, it's it's something that's going to have to cut it down. You're going to have to grind the stump, I think. Those those things really uh, like to come back. It's hard to Ugh. kill a crepe myrtle.
4: Oh, it's oh, it's hard to kill a crepe myrtle. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, uh, you're right about aphids. They eat up everything I
5: have.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they, you, you can, I mean, you can spray them, but you know, a large tree like that, you can't spray with uh, water hose. But they, they're not real hard to get rid of. Uh, they're on a lot of things. Me? But uh, this, I think, I think in your circumstances, the tree is going to have to go.
4: Oh, I kind of think so, too. I can't treat the tree for aphids. I can't get some professional to come and I, and get rid of aphids. I,
1: I mean,
3: you can, but, it you know, it would be uh, probably a prohibited economic expense. Yeah, and it's and chronic. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to, you know, reoccur uh, every year and possibly a couple times a year. And yeah. that's not true on all crepe myrtles. Again, the point is, you know, trying to keep... Uh, Whatever said plant in its right environment where it's happy and healthy, um, that way insects aren't drawn to something, um, you know, to cause those problems. So keeping a healthy plant is going to avoid most pests and and certain diseases.
4: So you're saying it probably doesn't get enough sun? Correct. Okay.
3: Crepe myrtles fare better like many plants if they have full
1: sun. If they get at okay. least eight hours of sun and okay. they don't work very well. They don't produce flowers or anything else. And when you, you have, uh, uh quite often, if you have aphids, you may get, uh, kind of powdery mildew also in, in a mold. setting like sooty mold. Yeah. With, I get all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's because a lot of it is because it's uh, of air circulation and the lack of sun. So it's just uh, a wrong, wrong plant for the wrong spot or.
2: Barbara, if you if you do want to try spraying it I, I, I would suggest that you call Bartlett Tree Company. Uh, I've okay. used them about everything I do. I, I have few uh, only a few red chips left in the country and they they spray them on two or three times a year. so okay. they know what they're doing and I would suggest to them if you're going to get it sprayed because any jackleg if you don't if you don't spray the thing completely, You've just wasted the money and, and a trip.
3: Yeah, and there's okay. also, um, you know, systemics that you could use annually as well. But again, uh, you know, you want to have the right plant in the right spot. And, um, I think you're probably right. Yeah.
5: I think
4: it, I think the tree probably has to go.
3: <laughs>
1: Aren't you glad <laughs> you're, you're listening to the Weekend Gardener, Barbara?
2: <laughs>
4: I love the gardener.
2: Why don't you put, put yourself a nice red bud there?
4: <laughs> a red bud.
1: Okay. Yeah. Good idea, Rufus. Yeah, and there are all kinds of uh, varieties of those.
4: Does a red bud like shade?
2: They'll they'll do in shade and sun.
4: Okay. I
1: well, think I most think most fun. plants like it, except for except for some uh, hellebores don't like sun as much. But yeah. um, a lot of most things I think prefer sun. But the, there are a lot of things that that will really surprise you. But okay. that's a fun. That's one of the fun things about going to a garden center and talking to people who, like Nelson who know what they're doing. They can suggest things, okay. just the right size, just the right uh, environment.
4: What garden center should I go to to get good advice?
3: Well, Where, a, do, you, where do you live?
4: Uh, I live uh, just two miles south of Wake Forest, right? On, uh, off Falls okay. of Newt.
3: So you're probably close to Homewood Garden Center, I'm not far from Homewood. Yeah, that's a great place to it go. Is. Uh, yeah. Their nursery manager is Steve. Yeah. He would be delighted to help you. Good.
4: Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll write this down. Talk to Steve.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Barbara, for appreciate, calling. Appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.
4: We're
1: going to talk to the farmer's market coming up, but let's go to Alamance County and find out what's on the mind of the whip.
6: Oh, the whip. Okay. Good, good, m- good morning from Alamance
1: County. Hello, good, whip. Good morning, Lash. How are you, my friend?
6: Doing good. Uh, you know, you're talking about the red buds. We love red buds.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you, there are some uh, – NC State and uh, Dr. Denny Warner have developed some just outstanding, unusual-looking uh, red buds. Uh, they, uh,
6: well, they, we, do, we live out here in the country. We like the red buds. It's, it's just a – I reckon just old wild red Yeah, colors. in the it's spring,
1: spring in the when spring. Dogwoods and the dogwoods and the red buds come out. Yeah. I just love it.
6: And you know, I've noticed something this week. I've heard people talk, and I've noticed the decline in honeybees. But I threw some watermelon rinds out, and ten years ago they would have been covered with honeybees. I haven't seen a single bee.
1: Oh, I know. It's such a sad state. They, for a lot of different reasons, they are are being devastated. Nelson, I, I know that it's something that you are concerned about and, and deal with every day.
6: I got to this morning is a is a very special day. Uh, this coming week is a very special week. It has been very special to me since 1975. Uh, the state of North Carolina needs to recognize it. Uh, it's one of the. It's the birthday of one of the most honorable men I've ever met in my life. He's done so much for the people of North Carolina and individuals that you would never hear about. He's just a little farm boy from Boone that made a great impression on everybody. He's been a great friend to me.
1: Me oh, too. Whip. Me too.
6: Whip. Nineteen seventy-five. Yeah. Yep. He's a Mason. He's a Shriner, and one, like I said, one of the most honorable men I've ever met in my life, and I cherish him every day as a friend. Whip. Happy birthday, Rufus. Son.
1: Happy birthday. I'm I so honored. Yeah. Uh, whip, what a that wonderful to thing th- to say. Absolutely. Well, now, now, yeah. Whip, I want you, uh, before you go, I want you to, to hold on because we. I want you to help us sing Happy Birthday to Rufus. Now, we're going to start out with uh, the Lorelai's and kind of catch up. The Lorelai's are a singing group of young ladies at UNC. And, Jason, if you will. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday dear, dear Rufus, the Magnificent.
4: Happy birthday, Happy birthday
1: to you. To yeah. I hope you have 20 more, Rufus. Amen, a brother. 10 four. Ten four, whip.
6: You guys have a great week. <laughs>
1: Thank you, you, man. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my gosh. The
2: good
6: whip.
1: Yeah.
2: The Whip Juniors. Still. That,
1: was, that was a pretty good rendition. That I think you were good. a little worried about it before the show. You didn't. Well, you thought uh, we were lacking without the. The Whip
2: came in there with a pretty good bass. I thought he
1: was good, and and you heard yeah, Miss Miss over there. Yeah. That was that helped a that lot. singing
2: in the church choir. And oh, yeah. and of
1: course uh, the 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 Lorelais. Thank you very much, girls. Uh, yeah. wonderful group at uh, UNC, and the Clef clef notes, I believe, of the men's group at right. Chapel Hill. Which my son got turned down for. They said he was too nasally. Too <laughs> nasal. He's a beautiful voice. He is a well, beautiful a good, voice. That's good for radio. Yeah. Nasality. But uh, well, he ended up in state. So there. Like it.
3: Uh-huh. I like it. Ah
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And he still sings beautifully. I love to hear him sing. My daddy did the same thing. He got it from my father. My father was a really good singer. Well, your daddy was a performer sang- on radio he, television, was he? he? sang, not TV, but uh, he sang professionally uh, and played the guitar at, uh, w- at WBTV, at WBT, rather. A sure. Saturday Night Barn Dance, wow. sponsored by uh, <laughs> Crazy Water Crystals. And I've seen his name on a a, a bill, a, a playbill from that show in the 1930s adrian rayleigh
2: how neat yeah
1: so um, yeah the, the, they can really sing over there at chapel hill but my boy can sing too <laughs> nc state graduate 919 wptf linda is in johnston county hello hey linda Hi. Now Conway Twitty had Linda on his mind, and and uh, so does Rufus, and because his wife's <laughs> named that. And and Rufus has sung with Conway, haven't you? I certainly have. Yeah. And Loretta Lynn. That's right. So we got. Uh, it's just everything's going. I'm here so with Linda on my mind. Yes, right. So yeah. uh, Linda, how are you doing today? Oh,
5: I'm doing just
1: fine. How um, can we help you? My
5: husband's name was Rufus.
1: Rufus? Oh, oh my goodness. So that means that if it's spelled Baggard, it, it was suffer, right? <laughs> yes. Did um, he did he go by that name? Yes. Well,
2: yeah. I'm very proud of that name. It was my grandfather's name.
5: It was his grandfather's name.
1: <laughs> oh my. If he if your middle name was just Festus, two good biblical names. Rufus, Festus. <laughs> oh yes. oh no, mine was Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh
5: Recently, I got the, caught the tail end of a conversation, and I was wondering if you um, could remember that. Um, it was about what to put, how, how to keep uh, hydrangeas from wilting, and it was something about putting it in alum or. I didn't get how to use it. If it was put in the water, or if it was uh, just dipped in somehow.
2: Well, that was after you cut it, Linda, and you want to bring it in the house, and that was putting it in alum to preserve it. Right. Yeah. yeah that's that was. We talked about that last week, I believe.
5: Oh, you mean um. Uh. You mean to preserve it from?
2: Yeah, if you cut cut it and want to preserve it as a, a a vase flower inside.
5: Right, right.
2: Yeah, that's that's what we were talking about the alum.
5: Okay, now is that like if you wanted to make an arrangement out of it? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I was hoping maybe because <laughs> I've got something I want to do today, and uh, so you do you mix it? half and half, or just put a certain amount in it, or?
2: Now, you know, I don't know
5: about that. What, you or. know, Nelson? That's what I didn't get.
3: I'm not sure. I mean, it, it's it's probably not that much added to, um, I'm not even sure if you do water, but. Um, Maybe
5: that's what's added to professional flowers. Yes. In
3: that little packet that comes
5: with it roses or things like that
3: we
1: got about 30 uh, 20 seconds yeah i'm not sure news.
3: i'm pretty sure you could um google it and find that that answer uh pretty easily well
5: i i, I tried to and um <laughs> i i didn't get really what i was
1: well hold on hold on linda we'll come right back and and see if we can uh work we'll do a little research somebody tell me half and half yeah Uh, Hold on and we'll be back here on The Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF. We're going to uh, Billy and the Farmer's Market here in a minute. Uh, Linda, we uh, came up with what you need to do with the alum that Irv Evans was uh, telling Phil Campbell about. Uh, Nelson?
3: Just basically um, get get it in the spice and herb section at the grocery and um, dip your cutting in the powder and... Preserve it that way,
1: and I bet you've made some pickles before, haven't you, Linda? <laughs>
3: yes, I
1: have. All right, well, you know about alum, then.
3: Okay. Now I
5: didn't qu- quite get the. Um,
3: uh, you just dip it. You just dip the cutting. Yeah. In the top t- of the and cutting it,
1: in the, it, just like you would uh, the rooting hormone. You would right. do the same thing with alum.
5: Okay, just stick stick the end in it. Yeah. yeah and uh, and coat it okay and then put it in the water yep okay to preserve it oh okay
1: i don't know how long i don't know how long you would need to leave the alum uh, on there before you uh, put it in the water I, I, but i mean I, you know the I alum like is still it right it's in the water
5: yeah
1: uh, make some pickle juice out of the water there
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh i decided to look in my cabinet I had no idea that I would have alum in there because I cleaned it. I thought I had cleaned all that pickle stuff out because I don't do it anymore. Uh But I found a container, and it says granulated alum. And uh, the date on it is 2010. Do you suppose it's any good? It's never been opened
3: wouldn't hurt to try right. it. I think it'll be fun. Uh, oh,
5: yeah. Okay.
3: There is a uh, I Beth.
5: Am, I was amazed to find it, much less that old. Beth. <laughs> August 2010, and it was purchased at Aubrey Austin's store in Four Oaks.
1: Beth, oh uh, uh, Beth sent us a uh, article. I, I don't think she can hear me. Uh, can you hear me, Linda? Yes. Okay. Uh, Beth. just sent me something (laughs) i thought i was going deaf uh beth just sent me something on uh, facebook messenger uh it's an article in southern living and the name of the article is this four dollar pantry item can help you keep your cut hydrangeas fresh for weeks so there is an article in uh That was in Southern Living. So if you can Google,
5: recently or way back? uh,
1: This was October thirty first, twenty twenty two. Okay, is what the date on this article is. So it was this four dollar pantry item can help keep your cut hydrangeas fresh for weeks, and it's a secret that florists use. So they use alum too. It
5: was uh, because they were not uh, mature enough to be pegged at that time uh-huh.
1: when they wielded. it. Well this uh this uh great, Beth thank you very much for this article and uh, so you can you can check that out too if you want more information.
5: Southern living from um
1: uh, Yeah this it, it just if you type in on Google this $4 pantry item can help keep your hydrangeas fresh for weeks. Okay, or or something that thereabouts.
5: Was today was always
1: no, it was October thirty first, twenty twenty two, is what oh, is yeah. on this article. Uh, but I don't, I don't uh, know if that's a. All okay. righty. Thank you, thank thank you Linda. So much. Yes, ma'am. You're very welcome. Let us know if it turns out well. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Bye. All right, uh, Billy. How's everything at the State Farmers Market?
7: Oh, it's doing good out here. All right.
1: Yeah, we got uh,
7: plenty of vendors and lot of uh produce and flowers and other good stuff
1: got some freestone peaches i'll bet we do yeah this is a uh, prime time of year for peaches uh wind blows and all of those right yes
7: sir um let's see if i can get back to
1: yeah let's just turn, just turn the page
7: yeah well i'm <laughs> trying to use this high-tech telephone
1: message. oh okay Yeah, you know, that's tough that's, that can be tough. You can lose your place real easily there. Well, Billy, I'm I'm gonna say my preference on peaches.
2: I like those that come from Candor, North Carolina.
1: From Candor? <laughs> Rufus, Rufus is always like Candor in anything and that, speech I, I, or I anything I want, else. I want to be very
2: can, have a lot of candor about this. <laughs> I like peaches from Candor.
1: Or if you live someplace else, it's Candor.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the ones that come from Taylorsville are mighty fine, too.
7: Yeah, they got a lot of good ones up that way.
1: And, and, and the, they, they've one got, one
7: right them, that, um,
1: they got... right here. They got Harry Gant up there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, race car driver. So, uh, yeah, you got peaches. You still got some blueberries?
7: You got blueberries and blackberries and cantaloupes and watermelons. They even got some little personal watermelons.
1: Yeah, they get uh, there's some really small ones out there, but uh, that's uh, now. How do you pick? Uh, you we, last uh, time you were on, we talked about cantaloupes, and you said uh, he that, smells them. Yeah, he smells them, and uh, a lot of the growers say, well, just where where they are attached to the vine, uh, you just want to make sure that's not green.
3: You make sure that little curly cue back behind the stem is brown. Pigtail. That's yes, right.
1: Yes. All right. So we've got that established. And what about watermelons?
7: No, I just thump them. All right.
1: All right. That's a real art. My wife does that too. But I'm I don't I don't know how to thump. I mean I yeah. thump, I know how to thump, but I, I don't know what sound I'm trying to get.
2: Well when she says something you know how to jump, I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well at any rate I'm,
2: I'm a I'm a thumper.
1: Yeah. All right, everybody, every, everybody, uh, raise your hand if you're a thumper. <laughs> thumper. All right, everybody's everybody's got their hands up. All right, so we got that established. Uh, you got fresh corn right there.
7: We have fresh corn and peas and butter beans. Now there's Mike's. He's over there
2: quivering right now.
1: I tell you, there's he some butter beans. beans. There's some butter beans in in the refrigerator right now from the farmer's market. I almost fixed them. Uh, Sweet Melissa was out of town. She celebrates when her birthday happened last week. She celebrates for a week. So she was out of town with her sisters, and, and they were celebrating. I started to make a mess of, of uh, butter beans just for myself, but I didn't do it. And
7: the good part is you can get the butter beans here shelled because I hate shelling butter beans.
1: i got to go out there. You know, I've been threatening for years and years to go out there and see how they uh, those machines that shell the things because I have – Endured shelling butter beans before when I was much 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 younger. I haven't done that in a long time, and I'll tell you that you need some good thumbnails for that. You can't cut your thumb thumbnails for a while, but uh, that's a that's a tough thing.
7: There was a gentleman here yesterday bought a couple of gallon bags, so he bought a bushel of butter beans uh, to take them back to Texas with him.
4: Oh wow!
7: Put um, in a cooler. They told him that they would last, a, if you kept them ice down, they would last around four to five days. Yeah. on ice. And uh, he was taking them back to Texas
1: with them. Good for him. They don't have good butter beans in Texas, no, apparently. I like doing North Carolina. No, sir. Johnson County area. Uh huh. All right. Uh, we got, so strawberries are all done, right?
7: We have a few uh, greenhouse um,
1: strawberries still. <sighs> okay. And uh, plants? You got plants galore?
7: We got plants galore down there looking at all the different uh, indoor and outdoor plants. They got a lot of fruit trees, herbs, a hanging basket. And with being the taste of summer um, pop up this weekend, down around the plants area, we have other vendors in there, like we have um, some uh, pork. Um, One of the vendors has pork down there, have baskets, uh, fresh breads. Mm -hmm. And then out in the um, grass area between there and the North Carolina Seafood Restaurant, we had, uh, there's a baker out there. Lady makes these cool little, kind of like the hobby horses on sticks, but they've got buffalo heads on them and horses and unicorns, all types of different little stuffed animals on top of those
1: little sticks to ride around. Yeah, I used to ride. Did you used to ride uh, back in your day, Rufus, Did you'll, you'll make a horse head or something and ride around the... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I did that. Are these things
7: you eat? Billy?
1: No, no. No, that, that's uh, horses that you ride. I, I'm
7: mean... talking
2: about he, I thought he was talking about where they <laughs> stuck those things on the end of a stick and you ate them. No, no, no. No, no,
7: no. This is the ones that you uh, ride, ride around.
1: See? Y'all used when you to were a kid. That's right. I've
7: got grandkids, so they make me do all this crazy stuff still.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you just never know what you're going- do you go. Do y'all have any special days coming up?
7: We do. Um, on the thirteenth is uh, Peach Day. All right. A uh, recipe contest, and they'll have some um, cash prizes on on the winners of those uh, recipes. And they'll be giving away some type of dessert, either, I don't know exactly what it's going to be, if it's going to be ice cream, or if it's going to be like a cobbler, or...
1: But you're going to be first in line, right, Billy?
7: I'm going to be first in line, because I will be in there probably (laughs) scooping whatever it is into whatever they tell me to put it.
1: There you go. One scoop for you, one scoop for Billy. One scoop for you, one
7: scoop for Billy. (laughs) You you know, I think it was last feast day, we got done, I was been scooping ice cream all day, and we went to eat, and they had homemade peach ice cream on the buffet. Ooh-wee. And I said, you Sounds know what good. I don't even want to look at that now. <laughs>
1: no.
7: they say I was good with it. Though. So yeah.
1: up in the, the market, shop lots going on up there too, right?
7: We do. We have um, meats and bakery items and ice cream and lemonades and old-fashioned sodas and old-fashioned candy coffee and we have the grill with the rufus dogs and the hamburgers and cheeseburgers and chicken sandwiches Uh, a lot of different decor flags and bird houses
1: and i don't know what all is andy griffith used to say (laughs) and uh of course uh the market grill has rufus dogs and uh, a lot of other things to eat they have a really good breakfast if you like uh like a quick breakfast there and uh, you have a couple of other great restaurants the farmers market restaurant and the seafood restaurant yes
7: sir let me see here um what they got all special today at the restaurant they, they give me a uh, menu
5: oh
7: and they got country ham and fried chicken barbecue chicken fried pork chops now homemade chicken salad baked chicken is with stuffing and gravy, chicken fried steak, hamburgers, and barbecue pork ribs.
1: The only problem with any of that is they give you too much.
7: It's a lot. I always take it with you.
1: I guess I, I, I'm just overwhelmed every time I I go there. You can't eat light at any of those restaurants there. So you 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 got to pack it in. You got to be resolute. You you've, you've got to be serious about your eating at the farmer's market. Yeah. And, and the seafood restaurants the same way right <laughs>
7: Ooh, that's a lot seafood, of food oh lord yes!
1: golly now you do have to take you get worn out eating is it, what happens just wear yourself out and,
7: and there's some uh, vendors up in our craft here right behind the north carolina seafood yeah as well
1: that's an interesting group of folks up in there there's all kinds of things you still have the spice people up there
7: um they won't when I come to the office, but they may be coming in today. Okay, so that's great. In.
1: Yeah, that's very unique.
7: Uh, and lemonade and those, um, uh-huh. the Toko Bites, those, those gluten-free, um, donut holes.
1: Oh, how about that? And you that's got, that's uh, great. Super Sod down there, selling sod all over the place. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, warm season grasses, I'm sure, coming out of there, and, um, uh, uh, it's just a just a really interesting place to visit, <laughs> and you got a co- you got a couple of entrances there. I, uh, when I come in from downtown Raleigh, I always take that first entrance, that uh, squiggly thing.
7: Oh, like one. Right? Yeah, one
1: yeah that, the the newer move. the newer of the two.
7: Right, right on the corner of Maywood and Lakewood.
1: There you go. i take that. So, uh, yeah, you got something out there for everybody.
7: That's a big curve there if you want to be a race car driver. That, that is. No, we ain't promoting nobody coming down. No, there. that's
1: yeah. why it's squiggly like that. You you, you got slow to slow her down. Yeah, You might tip over. There. If you, you got a big truck like like uh, Nelson, you might tip over if you go too fast <laughs> through there.
7: It's just amazing. You know, when you go around that squiggly curve and you start coming up to the top of the hill, uh-huh there and then you just said and look how big this
1: market really is it is huge it really yeah. is yeah. and then you get, got the Dix property i tell you that is prime real estate it's a beautiful place yeah billy i always a uh, pleasure talking to you my friend
7: all right y'all come see us yeah
1: and, and don't forget uh Pete's day on the 13th of july
7: <clears throat> have a good one yeah Thanks, all right billy.
1: Bye bye. All right, <laughs> All right uh, Glenn is uh, with us. Glenn, good morning, R W P T F. Thanks for waiting. And and after Glenn, we'll talk to J C Knowles. Hey, Glenn. Yes, oh, sir. Yes, sir. How can we help you?
8: Well, I was listening to you on my way back from my bee yard this morning, and uh, had a lady on there talking about cutting down a tree that drops sap or
1: yeah, the uh, crepe you know, myrtle.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing about that and, and sort of subsequently to that you had another guy come in and talk about honeybees yeah across the United States yes the, the aphids that, that suck that sugar out of those trees not only the great myrtles but others too they create that dew on the tree and that dew is a great source of food for honeybees
1: yeah Ooh. yeah so, that that's uh that's something we don't uh, but uh, it, it still can
8: to think about that.
1: It still can cause a mess on your deck.
8: <laughs> it I don't.
1: Can. Yeah. So that's that's the downside to it. If it's if it's planted in in uh, in, in a, another place that is not affecting a deck or you know you're you know, if, making things slick or sticky. Cut
8: that one down. Replant another one so that we can help save the bee population.
1: Absolutely. Any any way we can. Anything we can do to, to do to help the bees. Uh, I'm all for it.
8: Yeah. Anyway, I was just going to mention that. People do not know about that dew that's on the tree. It's, uh,
1: do you yeah. have a, a pollinator know. garden, Glenn?
8: I do have I do have some pollinator garden plants. I don't have enough because really, yeah. if, if you're looking at doing a pollinator garden in a yard, that's just like a little snack for a colony of bees. You need, you yeah. need a lot more than that.
1: Absolutely. So,
8: But my hives are out just in Granville County. I have two hives, and they're about 60,000
1: bees each. Oh, wow. Now, how do you keep uh, them there, Glenn? Because I know they're picky. Well, you just got
8: the three basic things. You need a water source, you need a windbreak, and you need somebody to leave them alone.
1: (laughs) Bless their hearts, they just can't catch a break sometimes. Yeah, you need Uh, need people to leave them alone.
8: It's pretty easy to keep them. Out on the farm. It's yeah. Just, so nobody's roaming around on the farm. Right. It's usually a good food source. But this time of year, when the temperatures get up, 85 plus, all the nectar stops flowing. So the food source supply for bees is very limited. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway.
1: I, I appreciate you calling and, and pointing all those great things out and uh, talking about bees I, I, I wish you would uh, call us again and we'll we'll talk a little when we have more time can can talk more about bees. Well
8: I've been listening to you all for 37 some years so I'll be around. Well please great. please
1: uh, call us more often Glenn you're a level-headed person. All
8: right take care.
1: Thank you and knowledgeable. Bye-bye. Speaking of level-headed and knowledgeable and 95 years old, J.C. Knowles. Brother J.C.
0: Hey, folks. First of all, Rufus, happy birthday.
1: Thank you, J.C. Yes, sir. That's, uh-huh. It's actually on the 12th, but uh, we, we figured we'd do some celebrating today.
0: Yeah, and I uh, appreciate you attending my birthday party uh, on the June the 28th. It was a surprise to see you, but it certainly was a delight seeing you.
1: Yeah, there was wonderful cake, too. <laughs> <laughs> How big a piece did you have? Oh, a pretty good size nice piece.
0: One. I had four. I, uh, of course, the, the people in Apex gave me the party. Then I went to Pam's for breakfast, and they gave me a party. Uh,
1: and well, that's what they've always said about you, JC. You're a party right, animal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh,
0: I've enjoyed it. Uh, I do. I'm going to Clinton today attend the uh, quarterly meeting of the Sampson County Historical Society. And, of course, I'll certainly tell everybody, y'all say hello.
1: Oh, we absolutely. Please, uh, big old county, Sampson County. Yes, sir.
0: Yep, and uh, I don't know whether I told you or not. I've been painting for a little less than a year. My daughter is my art instructor. She taught art in public school for 32 years. And I've got 15 of my works of art at Pam's Farmhouse Restaurant in Raleigh, and I'd love for people to go by and enjoy seeing them as much as I enjoyed painting them.
2: Well, great to know, J.C.
1: Now, where is that that again, J.C.?
0: You know, Pam's. Oh, at
1: Pam's. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, it's about time for your news, to let me uh, this preacher walked by this little boy's yard every... Saturday, watched him mow his lawn. He loved the lawnmower that the little boy had. One day, he asked him if he would sell it. He said, yeah. They agreed on the price, and the little boy took the lawnmower to the preacher's house. He only lived around the block. And a couple of weeks later, the little boy said, let me go see how he's doing. So he went and approached him. He saw the preacher just pulling on that rope, pulling and pulling the rope. little boy said, what's the matter? little preacher said, son, I can't start this thing. And the boy said, well, the reason, you got to cuss it. He said, Lord, I can't cuss it. I'm a minister. In fact, I hadn't said a cuss word in so long, I wouldn't even remember one. Little boy said, keep pulling on that rope. they will come back to you.
1: (laughs) Amen.
0: (laughs) Y'all have a good week.
1: God love you, JC. I love y'all. And, and enjoy listening to you every Saturday, even though I don't call. Well, we, right we love it when you do call. Absolutely.
0: Uh, well, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, give our best to everybody down there in Sampson County.
0: I certainly will. I, in fact, I'm taking a, a, a advertisement showing y'all's picture, and all. I'm, I give them a newsletter, and I'm going to put it in the newsletter.
1: Wonderful. Thank you, Great. J.C., so much, and, my friend.
0: And, uh, I'll see that y'all get a copy of it.
1: All right. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, JC.
0: All Mr. Right, North bye Carolina.
1: Bye. Mr. North Carolina, absolutely. Our, uh, uh, if nothing else, the historian of North Carolina. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF.